Okay, everybody. I have something really cool to tell you about. If you haven't heard yet about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain here. It's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will uh, distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one single place. Now, the way that you can do this is you got to download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm. And then you can get started. It's really fun. We just switched over recently here at All Too Real 2, and I'm enjoying it so far. So be sure to check it out and uh, let us know what you think. Okay, everybody, welcome to the latest episode of All Too Real 2. My name is Michael E. Cullen II, and with me as always is... Is uh, Nobody... I changed my name to, to Nobody. Nobody? Is that one word or two words? <clears throat> it's... Uh, I didn't think about that yet. Um, <clears throat> let's go with... Uh, one word, yeah. Oh, okay. So you're, you're like Cher or Madonna or something. Yeah, or Prince or you know. Well, yeah. Not like Prince, but yeah. No. You're like a you're 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 a musical genius. Well, I mean, I do all right. Um, yeah. <laughs> not as good as Prince, but you know, I do all right. <laughs> so, um. Anyways, today on the show, um, this is a bonus episode where we're covering the third episode of WandaVision on Disney+. Plus. Um, so, first first off, uh, just wanted to ask you, what's your uh, initial reaction here, Matt, to this episode? <clears throat> oh, I, I like this one a lot. This was my favorite episode so far. Um, yeah, I just it was, it was funny. You know, it's like the whole... You know, sitcom theme again, but it's just um, the seventies. You know, so you know things started to get a little bit more like I don't know what the word is. Um, people took more chances, I guess, starting in the seventies when it came to TV. So it was a little bit not as like corny as like the f- episode one when it was took place like in the fifties or whatever. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I, I liked it a lot. I mean, the whole uh, Brady Bunch feel to it and stuff, and. Uh, <clears throat> everything it was pretty cool um 
definitely the I, I love the the look of the show and how they're able to uh basically uh create this whole uh aesthetic that looks like it was shot in the seventies or whenever whatever period it takes place <laughs> in. Um I uh um first off, I mean the the first thing I, I noticed too is I love the uh, opening credits. <laughs> they uh were very 70s it had a lot of inspiration like the song was very partridge family feeling um the opening credits were were kind of a mixture of uh a lot of like 70s sitcoms like three's company um mary tyler moore and of <laughs> course brady bunch <laughs> so there there was a lot of a lot of cool uh you know homages there yeah like i said the song was very very partridge family feeling yeah yeah <clears throat> it almost almost sounded like a complete ripoff <laughs> which is cool but yeah it's still bit. i mean i had to look it up because excuse me i'm gonna turn off my fan really quick because i have a fan guys there we go i'm rich i got a fan so oh um, what what's what, what's his or her name <clears throat> oh no! I mean, like a like a box fan. Oh, I thought you meant like you just had a fan that hung out at your place and told you how uh, great you no, were. And... No, <laughs> a box fan. What that means? A person who's like a fan of boxes, like just like, oh okay, like, like pretty cool box. You know, a cat basically. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I had to look that up, and I I, I think I. I did find the, the song from the Partridge Family. I'm like, oh my god, that's very, uh, very similar. Yeah. That. Um, did I also detect the Laverne and Shirley thing, or is that just my imagination? Might have had a little influence from that too. <clears throat> I mean, kind of the different things. I mean, and, and I think it even had like a little bit of, a, even though it was like kind of more of a '60s thing, but kind of a odd couple feel to it as well. And different things like that, you know, a lot of these color sitcoms, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the whole uh, thing, I mean, and um, first off, there were some things I noticed, too, in the opening credits that I think might be kind of uh, symbolism or clues or things of that nature. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Um, the uh, At one point, um, Vision is walking by a... Uh, a movie theater and the marquee says Oz the Great and Powerful. Oh. Which is not a which is a movie came out in 2013. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, um that's kind of interesting. Um the uh but I mean there there's a lot of uh, you know, similarities in, in imagery. It's the whole like, you know, you're in a different world sort of thing in a dream world like in The Wizard of Oz. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you've got a vision who's kind of a tin man sort of thing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can see that. Yeah. You've got, uh, you've got Agnes who is obviously a witch. Right. Not to mention Scarlet Witch. So, and plus later right. on when we see Agnes in the episodes, she's got a bike with her very much like, uh, like Gulch in, uh, the Wizard like of Oz Dorothy? movie. No, no. In in, uh, in the Wizard of Oz, the neighbor who m- was played by Margaret Hamilton, who also played the witch in the movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, she 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 traveled on a bike. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. <laughs> wow. So there's a lot of different things, and I mean that I think are very Wizard of Ozzy 
for lack of Wizard a better. Of Ozzy? Yeah. <laughs> like Ozzy Osbourne. Wizard yes. Of Ozzy. Wizard of Ozzy. Yeah. Hey, they actually, Black Sabbath actually has a song called The Wizard. I didn't even Do they? Think about that. Oh, wow. Yeah. Maybe it's so, about, maybe it's all about Ozzy. Um, and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I noticed that. And then, um, there's a, it, it's like they're, they're, they're telegraphing that later on in the episode, uh, Wanda's going to have twins uh-huh. because, uh, there's a shot in the opening credits where, uh, vision is building a swing set. It has two swings on it. Oh. And a teeter totter. Oh, yeah, yeah. So a teeter totter needs two people and a swing in the two swings. So I think it's just kind of implying that there's going to be two babies. Okay. Yeah. I I, I didn't know. I mean, I noticed the swing set, but I didn't think about. Yeah. I mean, I've done done a little bit of reading, you know, research on Scarlet Witch. So I knew that she had twins, you know, in the versions of her story so i figured you know that's probably what they were gonna you know go with with the whole you know child you know agnes you know said why don't you have children and all of a sudden you know she's having kids so it seems like you know just kind of going along with that that route but you know they could have gone another route too and just have her have one child to kind of you know buck any kind of expectations yeah. but they did they did go with the twin route so <clears throat> Which makes sense because she was a twin as well. Um, the right. uh, the um, there's a it, we, we see the hexagon hexagon motif too in the opening credits again, mm-hmm. which we keep seeing mm-hmm. again and again. Which you know hexagons, you know six sides, which could mean the devil. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it's also very similar to a beehive, like we saw that beekeeper in the last episode right um also uh it is the symbol of um the organization aim in the uh, comic <laughs> books um aim or aim um yeah. and uh so there's also the the type of magic that scarlet witch uses is called hex magic mm. so these are all <laughs> things i kind of did research on to figure out different meanings of yeah hexagon so yeah so so th- those are some things in the opening credits so, i mean there's probably a lot more too that we see just the credits themselves we yes this show is so full of symbolism it's just crazy oh i know it's crazy uh yeah i saw i see the video but i there's a video i think it was screen crush or screen yeah. or whatever or they uh no it wasn't that one it was another one where they found like ninety eight Easter eggs or something like that. I didn't. I didn't watch that one. But, In this um, episode alone. Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't watch that video. I watched. Um. I watched a Screen Crush or whatever Screen Rant or whatever. Yeah. That guy found like thirty five or something like. Yeah. That. I, I didn't. Really, I, I didn't. I caught some of them, but some of them like I was like, oh wow, I did not even catch that at all. You know, like. Yeah, I didn't do as much research this week as I did last time because um, I, I just was kind of tired this week. But um, yeah. the uh, I did do a, a few. I watched some, I watched some videos and listened to some things, and I also uh, did my own research, you know, looking online, looking mm-hmm. some things up because I was curious about some things that kind of popped out at me on the episode. So anyways, um, want me to get started on what happened in the episode, Matt? 
Yeah, sure. Okay, so in this episode, we have um, we start out with a uh, with a doctor, Doctor Nielsen, checking in on Wanda. Nielsen, by the way, is the name of the uh, ratings board for television. Yep. So, like, you know, they they send these Nielsen families little books or TV boxes that'll monitor what they're watching so they can that's how they tell the ratings of a TV show. At least they did, you know, in in the past and you know, now it's getting a little bit more digital. But uh there's uh with a lot of things going on streaming like this show. Um yeah, and and most of these streaming services don't even release their uh viewership. Oh, wow. They keep a lot of that internal. I mean, they they will <laughs> once in a while. Like if they have something that's really big, like Netflix had with Queen's Gambit, they let everybody know that like 62, 64 or sixty two million people watched it the first week or whatever. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> but usually, but if something's doing badly, they're not going to tell you. Um, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> um. They uh. So uh, anyways, um. I found interesting too a little bit of symbolism here too is um he uh when he's listening he goes ooh and then he goes ooh and then it's then but then he that kind of implies that there's two but he doesn't say that there's right. two babies so it's just kind of interesting um when he's uh listening to her with the uh, with the stethoscope is that what that's called yeah um yeah <laughs> <laughs> that doctor thingy um the uh you know you know the thing, the <laughs> <laughs> the thingy all the doctors have around their necks and stuff, um, <laughs> in the movies and the TVs, and um, the uh, um, anyways, uh, he he reveals that she is four months pregnant. So, and this is just a day later, <laughs> right? So, right, twelve hours later. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> so um. And then uh, Nielsen says that he's uh, um, going. He's, inten- he's, te- he's intending to leave on a holiday with his wife to Bermuda, mm. which mm-hmm. is not not a uh, you know a mistake here. Um, it's right. uh, you know because yeah. there's like the Bermuda Triangle, <laughs> which is also known as the Devil's Triangle, right? Yeah. So everyone gets lost there when they yeah. try to go. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot of symbolism there with that mm-hmm. one word. <laughs> um and yeah, like I said with the devil's idea because I'm I'm pretty sure we're going to see Mephisto in this at some point. So um I have another theory that I came up with later that I'll talk to you about towards the end of this about Mephisto. So um anyways, um uh, and and I'm probably completely wrong about it too. But anyways, we're gonna <laughs> um, the uh, so so uh, you know the the doctor leaves. Um, Wanda and Vision paint the nursery while debating the name of their child. Um, um, Vision wants to call him Billy after William Shakespeare, and uh, he says. All the world's a stage, and we are nearly players from <laughs> from, from the play as you like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, which is interesting because of you know the fact that maybe this is all just a play, right? <laughs> um, 
so uh but but oh yeah before that though before uh before they, they were painting the nursery um vision was outside seeing nielsen out but then he looks over and and his neighbor herb the uh the african-american gentleman from the previous episode who now has an afro and a goatee um because it's the 70s um right. <laughs> <laughs> he uh he's trimming the hedges next door and then he keeps going <laughs> and, and he cuts right into the stone wall that's in between their the stone fence that's in between the two houses <laughs> right and uh vision points that out to him and he's like yeah you're right buddy you know and stuff like that. <laughs> he just keeps doing it yeah <laughs> and it's it, like yeah, yeah. Go, go ahead <laughs> what i just say he just keeps doing it and he's like not even like painted to like it's like almost like he was like in a trance like not yeah even paying attention like you know <clears throat> i mean it, it's 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 like i i've seen a lot of people talk about this and it, it did give me this vibe too it's kind of like when you're playing a video game and there's a, one of those non-playable characters in a video game <laughs> who's just doing uh, some kind of action in the background over and over again right that's kind of yeah. what he felt like you know it's like he's just doing it and doesn't even realize what he's doing <laughs> right <laughs> so yeah <laughs> Or some, or 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 like he's just you know some kind of just extra in the background of something of the world that we're all living in, you know. The, yeah, and and yeah, like you're thinking too, like maybe you know <clears throat> some of these characters, you know, are like that, but it's only when they're quote activated, you know, when when they're actually supposed to like talk to you. So he may have been like in regular mode where he's just like a non-playable character you know at that point you know yeah and all of a sudden though you know vision starts mm-hmm. talking to him and it's like oh shit now it's time to interact with the main care or one of the main players or whatever you yeah know? Uh, so yeah go ahead because i i got a lot to say and i don't, I don't want to like, sidetrack from the plot oh no um, it's fine so- um but uh okay so um Basically, uh, they, you know, they, 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 they argue over the name. Um, she wants to name the baby Tommy as like an all American name, basically. <laughs> so, uh, which is more part of this whole motif of the sitcom aspect of this, you know, thing. Um, right. um, so, uh, but, but yeah, anyways, um, her pregnancy ends up like getting, you know, further along faster and faster throughout hmm. the episode. Uh they're uh she, she's like at six months really fast. Um, <laughs> um so uh basically um there's they're 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 in the nursery and there's uh she's she starts having, you know, like feeling the baby kick inside of her and she says it feels like butterflies and there's a mobile above the crib that is made of butterflies <laughs> and they come alive when she says that right and then she lets them outside and i mean that that's you know there's obvious symbolism there with the whole idea of you know rebirth and things of that nature right yeah you know, cocoon yeah you know butterflies go it does seem too that she seems to be more powerful whenever she's afraid or angry, which is interesting. Yeah. Um, or, or shocked or, or, mm-hmm. or in pain or whatever, you know. Um, so that's maybe something to look out for, too. Yeah. And all these things are happening 
um, apparently, or at least to us, um, unintentionally, you know, like she's not able to control her powers. Yeah. Um, yeah, she, she, uh, she, she, uh, she starts like moving things and different things happen and, you know, it ends up shutting down the whole power of the town. (laughs) Um, (laughs) we, we at one point cut to a scene where we see, um, Vision's uh one coworker with the uh with the cool mustache, um, <laughs> yeah, dude. who 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 we who we find. Yeah, go ahead, sorry. The communist, the guy who said he said he was yeah. a communist. Yeah. Oh, oh no, no, I think I I thought he was implying that the uh that the Middle Eastern guy was the communist. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah maybe. Yeah. Um. Anyways, the uh the um I forgot the characters' names. I'm really bad. Um. But anyways, uh. We find out that that guy's uh, wife is Dottie that we met in the last episode. Mm-hmm. Um, in the scene, he's reading a newspaper that says, uh, um, um, "Main Street to to uh, to install two new fire hydrants," uh, but it looks yep. like Hydra. Yeah. Anyways, right. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. You got to have the obligatory. Hydra, you know, yeah. reference. Um, uh, we have two, at least two in this show, I think. Oh, yeah, episode. definitely. Um, <clears throat> definitely at least two. Um, there's uh, And then um, in in that same scene, oh, I did find the, the joke kind of funny, too. Uh, the wife asks, you know, do these earrings make me look fat? And then the lights go off and he's like, thank God. Anyways, um, that was very, very, se- very 70s feeling. Oh, yeah. Very. <laughs> the... Um, <laughs> Uh, the, she wasn't at all fat. <laughs> I know, but it's just funny. Um, <laughs> but there's also a lamp in the background that has two cherubs on it. Oh. Which are baby angels, you know. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, hmm. you know, like the twins. Um, <laughs> right. So that's kind of interesting. Um, but anyways, we, 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 we see that scene. Um we cut back and uh, Geraldine shows up mm-hmm. after Vision decides to go um, get the doctor. And he uses his powers to do it, which is interesting. Right. Because he, he runs across town and picks up the doctor and runs him back to the house. But before that, Geraldine shows up, who we know from spoilers is Monica Rambo. Mm-hmm. Um, she, uh, she, uh, she shows up and she's talking about, you know, her work and everything, but the whole time, uh, Wanda's trying to hide all these weird things that are happening and also the fact that she's pregnant. <laughs> and, and an interesting thing too, that's like completely a side note is she's, uh, when, when, uh, Geraldine, AKA Monica shows up, she, uh. Um, Wanda's wearing this coat, this heavy coat, and, uh, right after, uh, I thought it was really funny that, uh, she says, uh, she says to her, um, you know, Geraldine, and then, then Geraldine responds about the coat, she says Foxy, which is kind of interesting, because she kind of looks like Foxy Brown, the Pam Greer character. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, <laughs> <laughs> I just thought I didn't, that. I, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't pick that up. I mean, I heard her say that, but I didn't. I didn't make that connection. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know if there is any connection to it, but I just thought it was interesting that because she kind of yeah. got that whole Foxy Brown, Foxy Brown, yeah, you yeah. know, big Afro look and stuff. Um, right. The uh, 
the she's talking about you know things at her work and how she you know she works as like some kind of advertising agency or something as a temp and uh her boss has hiccups and all this other stuff and her bot her boss's name is Haddix and the outfit that I don't know if any of this means anything but the outfit that she's wearing has fish all over it and a haddock is a type of fish right oh okay yeah so I don't know if there's any connection to this or anything I just huh. I thought the mention of the name was weird but there's nobody really named haddocks in the comics so it's right yeah I don't think it's any kind of relation to any character or anything but it could be <laughs> so um yeah that 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 happens um did you want to take a quick break here matt and then we'll come back and uh talk more about yeah. the uh plot yeah sure okay we'll be right back folks What is Gen X? What is the silent generation? What do generations have in common? Hi, I'm Trish the Dish from the Gen X Voice podcast, and I invite you to listen to conversations I have with folks from different generations, backgrounds, beliefs, and experiences in an attempt to see what connects rather than divides us. Even though Gen X has been called slackers, Karens, or not mentioned at all in some cases, we are the bridge generation, so I feel compelled to do my part to destroy ageism by bringing all these voices together. And, as a bonus, each guest gets to answer some 80s questions at the end of each show. So download and listen to Gen X Voice today on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And let's see how much we have in common after all. And we are back. How are you, Matt? I'm doing okay. That's good. Are you are are you wandering Wanda in your vision? Yeah, I don't know what that I meant. Am. I'm not. I don't know, but um, I, it sounds good, so I am. Yes. Hey, you know, I'd like to be able to create my own reality. Yes, it seems like she has that power, and I think it would be awesome if she could teach other people that power as well. So yeah, she's being stingy. She needs to teach all of us how to do that. Yeah, no, it's not fair. I mean, come on, you yeah. you, you know. Bread your like share your talent like you know yeah do one of those master classes online or something yeah <laughs> WandaVision master class well of course though <laughs> if you told if you taught too many people then we'd be making competing realities with each other so then I guess it yeah. would be you know hard to you know well we could all just live in our own realities true yeah I guess that could work too so we wouldn't re- really be interfering yeah but then but inevitably you're always going to have someone that's going to want to take over other realities just because that's just part of their personality. So they won't be satisfied with having their own reality. Cause I just, they want to make sure that they can, you know, take over. So, yeah. So we had to find a fail safe, you know, for that type of thing. So, uh, we so can maybe, work this out. Yeah. Maybe we shouldn't do this. I don't know. Um, <laughs> we'll talk about it. <laughs> jo- jo- join us on our next new podcast. It's called all Too reality. And, yeah. um, we, uh, <laughs> 
We'll, we'll teach you how to create yeah. your own, <laughs> own reality. Um, <laughs> our, our special with, with, with our special guest, Wanda marks them off. And, yeah. um, the, <laughs> but, um, anyways, so, uh, anyways, Geraldine basically ends up helping deliver the, the first baby while vision is, uh, um, getting, uh, Dr. Nielsen from his house when yeah. he's having issues with his car, when he's trying to drive out of town to, to Bermuda. I'm assuming he's driving to the airport. I don't think, yeah, cause, cause I'm pretty it, sure you can't drive to Bermuda. No, you can't. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that would that type of car. Maybe, maybe, maybe the boat car, maybe, yeah. but, you know, that's still kind of, you know, yeah. dangerous to be driving that far. I mean, if you, uh, if, if you had like Phil Coulson's car from agents of shield, which can fly, maybe you could, but, um, yeah, you know, to keep it in the, Marvel family, but um, let me think of something. No, yeah. why don't they have a car? That like, why does Vision have to go run? Like, I just thought about that. Like, they yeah, have a car. Well, I mean, he probably could still run faster than a car. Oh, okay, maybe. Yeah, but still, I don't know. They might have a car. They might not. Oh, they did in the first episode. They yeah. can. They they had a car that they were driving into town in. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. So. <laughs> So they probably have a car. It probably just changed from a '50s automobile to a '70s automobile. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, All right. I don't know. <laughs> the. Uh, <laughs> so. Uh, basically, anyways. Uh, yeah, th- there was another point too, like where. Wanda's water broke earlier before this all happened and the water kind of flooded the town. That was before Geraldine came and then Geraldine, which is another thing with the fish aspect too. I don't know. <laughs> with being underwater and right. Yeah. I, there's gotta be something with these fish pants. I don't really know exactly what it, yeah. Like maybe some kind of religious symbolism. I know like, oh, like fish Jesus. is often, Jesus. Yeah. Fish. Yeah. Ooh. Fish. And then, Technically, her pre- pregnancy was not from sex, so I don't know. Yeah, if it was like an immaculate and conception. So and maybe, there was a... Uh, hmm. I don't know. Maybe something like that going on. Or I, I think there was a fish god yeah. in like the Babylonian religion, like mm-hmm. way back like, like, um, uh, like um, Mesopotamians. Like, so maybe, like, I think, was it Gilgamesh? Then they worship like a fish guy. I don't know. Um, I don't know. But but um, I mean, but in the, and there is also you know the the Christian symbolism of a fish being right. representative of Jesus, and uh, you know and maybe and and the thing is is like Geraldine, aka Monica, is in there as a savior to try to get get uh, Wanda out of there. Right. Yeah. So you know, <clears throat> there's something there. Something. Yeah. We something figured this out, out Matt. <laughs> yeah, we did. We we bet. We we mentioned the fish pants, yeah. Yes, fish pants, fish pants, roly poly fish, fish pants. Pan- oh wait, no, that's fish heads. <laughs> I'm sorry. Anyways, um, have you ever heard that song? No. Look it up. It's a great song. Okay. Fish heads. All right. Anyways, um, okay. the um, <laughs> it's an old song from the 70s or 80s or mm. one of those times. Anyways, the um, there's a so Geraldine helps deliver the baby. After she discovers that, you know, there, there, there's a stork running around at one point, too, here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that came it alive off the, off, yeah. off the wall. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. And anyways, uh, Geraldine discovers that she's that, that Wanda's pregnant. 
helps her deliver the baby. Um, then uh, Doctor Nielsen and Vision show up, and there's there's a baby, and uh, and uh, she's like, Vision, do you want to meet your meet your son with your real face? And so he turns into Vision from his uh, human mm-hmm. form, and uh, and then he he names the baby Tommy. Right. And then she goes into contractions again. And they deliver another baby. Billy. So, yeah. <laughs> and interesting thing is in the uh the um in the comics Billy and uh Tommy become Wiccan and Speed. <laughs> and Tommy came out first, so he was faster. Oh, and in okay. the comics, he becomes speed. So, could mean something. <laughs> he has, like, Quicksilver's abilities. Kind yeah. Of, like, and okay. and then the other baby has uh, has his mom's abilities. You know, Wiccan, okay. Wiccan like a Scarlet Witch. And then... Yeah. Right, yeah. So, wow. um, yeah. I'm excited about all the magic stuff coming into the MCU. Oh, I know. It's it's about time, you know, because we, we've had all the superhero stuff, and there is a whole, you know, thing about magic in those comic books, too. It's not just, like, superpowers, and, you know, there is, like, a spiritual realm in these, uh, these stories, too. It's not just aliens. Like, there is, like, hellish realms and, you know, stuff like that, you know, and... yeah. It'd be interesting to see where all this goes. Yeah, with Doctor Strange especially, yeah. (laughs) Kind of like how with uh, Constantine and stuff in the the (coughs) DC television universe and stuff. Um, Or with Lucifer. Um, Anyways, the... uh, There's a... So, uh, anyways... uh, They deliver the twins. Um, Vision walks uh, walks the doctor outside, mm. and then the doctor says something about how he doesn't he doesn't about about not leaving, and he says uh, he says uh, small towns are so hard to escape. <laughs> so he's not going to leave. So it kind of implies that hey, we're trapped here. Right. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, that was. Yeah. That's when the music starts getting ominous, too. Yeah, right then. Uh, <laughs> and then after he says goodbye to the doctors, he looks over and uh, Agnes is over there with Herb, standing there talking to him. And like I said, she had a bike, so that's very, um, very uh, what you call it, um, witch-like, you know, like the Wizard of Oz sort of thing, right. And, uh, so, uh, they're, they're whispering to each other about Geraldine. Right. And, uh, so, uh, Vision, um, says something to them about it and asks them what's going on. And then Herb tries to say, um... They say, "Oh, first they they talk about Geraldine and they ask if Geraldine is still in there." Yeah, and and they're saying that you know Ger- Geraldine is new to town and she has no husband, no home, and no family. Right. 
So, um, and then Herb says, starts to say, she came here because we are all. Right. And then he's stopped by Agnes, who says, stop it. Stop him. Yeah. Stop it. Like very much the same, the same dialogue that Mrs. Hart said in the first episode when uh, her husband was choking. Right. So there's, you know, we're kind of doing a, a throwback to that. Um, we, by the way, we do get a close up here of Agnes's brooch uh-huh. that we keep seeing in things. And it has three figures on it. Like three silhouettes uh-huh. in, um, in like mythology, which is like, especially like from like, from Shakespeare and things of that nature, which we had already mentioned in this episode, there's like the three witches from, uh, I think Macbeth. Right. And, uh, you, you do have a lot of times witches, uh, a coven is usually of three. Not always, but a lot of times in, in, uh, in, in mythology, they are. So, you know, that could be something. Or it could be one. It could be the twins and uh, their father. Who may not be Vision. Um, right. Yeah. So we, who knows what that means, but I'm, I'm pretty sure there's some meaning behind that. Um, but like I said, they, they stop things there. Um, she says, stop it. So we don't know what, what do you think the, like that Herb was trying to say there? I think he was trying to say that they're all kind of like uh, trapped there or that they're all just like kind of a figment of Wanda's imagination. But that's the thing too. see about that is like I had this idea that Wanda has created this whole reality herself, but at the same time, it's not just her imagination because Vision himself seems to have like his own consciousness his own point of view so if it it was all just wanda everyone would just be like basically a part of her own consciousness and like yeah but it does seem like vision periodically will like realize like wait this is kind of weird like this and i think something wrong here then like she looks at him then all of a sudden like rewinds or not not even rewinds just like skips back to what he was saying, then he, like, says some weird, like, platitude about, like, yeah, oh, we're, we're uncharted waters, and they're not, uh, there you go, uncharted waters. Yep. Um, so, um, so, uh, and, uh, yeah, go ahead, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I just, like, I'm just trying to think of, like, what, what's really going, because, like, it seems like to me that everyone here is afraid of Wanda, but the show is also trying to make it seem like someone else is doing this stuff to her. But if she's the victim here, why would, I mean, it's like if someone kidnaps you, why would the kidnapper periodically start being afraid of the person they kidnap? You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't really make any sense. So like, like if you go and kidnap someone, you're not be like, don't, don't go downstairs. They might hurt you. You know what I mean? Like you're the one with the power here. You know what I mean? Like, so why would you be afraid I don't know. It just or it could be like know, a like, Stockholm syndrome sort of thing, where the uh, 
<clears throat> like subconsciously a so- Stockholm syndrome where Wanda is being held captive, but she's become used to the thing and she likes being held captive. <clears throat> right. But at the same time, like Agnes, like she looked really afraid that her was going to like basically spill the beans on the yeah. whole, you know? So it's like, and it, it did the way her facial, it did not look, her expression did not look like, don't tell her my secret. Like she genuinely looked like she was afraid. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so. Yeah. Cause I mean, I think that they're afraid of Wanda for some reason. And I agree with you there. Uh, I think she might be, so the, she like might be the villain. villain. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe, maybe Wanda, I mean, maybe, maybe, um, uh, Agnes is partly a villain, but she's also afraid of the power that Wanda potentially has. And so it's one of those things where maybe, they're all trying to harness her power, but at the same time, they know how much power she does have. That if she turns on them, then they're all fucked, kind of thing, you know. So yeah, like, I don't like, know. There's a lot. There's a, there's a lot of possibilities here. Um, and then I mean, the, yeah. the main thing is, is I think that these people, besides Geraldine, actually lived in Westview because we find out at the end that Westview is actually a real town. So. Okay. Yeah. Um. But anyways, uh, back to the plot though. After that happened, though, um, we we cut inside and um, we see Geraldine talking to Wanda, and uh, <clears throat> she says something about twins, and then Wanda mentions, "I was a twin." Right. And uh, she's like, <laughs> "I had a brother, Pietro." And um. Then uh, Geraldine, she says, uh, he was killed by Ultron, wasn't he? Right. Well, she was singing this lullaby. In yeah, yeah, in Sokovian. It yeah. Was, it was a really emotional moment because, like, sorry, I'm getting almost teary-eyed just because that moment looks like the whole thing was like a laugh track. And then all of a sudden they got really quiet and she's like, I'm a twin. And, like, it's like she started remembering, like, her brother. And then it was like. Yeah, and then she starts singing this lullaby in Sokovian. Uh, and yeah, that's when Geraldine, like, she starts, like, having this realization of, like, breaking character, so to speak, of, like, wait, like, yeah, I know she just looked like she came out of a trance, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, <clears throat> literally. <laughs> and it, and then Geraldine tried to act like she didn't say what she said. <laughs> And uh, well, Wanda got mad at her. Yeah, like, Wanda, Wanda had this, you know, <laughs> evil look on her face. Like she was, it, it was like a scared turned into anger. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, and Elizabeth Olsen is awesome, and you know, acting that oh, I know. scene out. Um, the uh, and then Geraldine turns into like her sitcom character, basically. Um, <laughs> like she was Ma- Monica Rambo for a minute there, and then back to being Geraldine. Um, right. That on um, so uh, and then then uh, Wanda notices that Geraldine is wearing a pendant mm-hmm. with the sword emblem on it. Mm-hmm. So and she asks what that is, mm-hmm. and uh, and then uh, when 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 uh, Vision returns, Geraldine is just gone. <laughs> <laughs> um he asks, you know, where she is and uh Wanda says she had to rush home. <laughs> and she said it so like with so much malice mm-hmm. and her like 
she's like, oh, she had to go, had to rush home. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> it's like she's saying it in a sitcom voice, but the look on her face, too, it has the malice. In it. It's interesting. Um, the, right. uh, yeah. The, oh, the, the, uh, Elizabeth Olsen is an awesome actress. Anyway, I know. Um, you know what? I had no idea until you t- mentioned it last week. Yeah, that that was actually one of the Olsen. Tw- I I just thought that was her name. I had no idea well, that was she's, actually. She's not one of the Olsen twins. She's their younger sister. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, because Mar- Mary Kate and Ashley are the uh, older. Oh, sisters. yeah, 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 yeah. Right, yeah. yeah, but she she's a uh, she she's their younger sister. So oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she's a but she's a better actress than either one of them. Anyways, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Wasn't she also in um, Weeds for a while, or is that someone else? I don't know. Uh, I haven't seen Weeds in so long. Okay, Silas's girlfriend for a while. She was like the hardcore Christian. Um, um that might have been somebody else. I'm not sure though. Okay, maybe. Yeah, it was. It's been a while since I watched it. So yeah, yeah. I know she's been in a. Uh, a lot of other things. Um, there's a really good movie that she's in um, that I watched. Um, trying to remember the name of it. Um, it oh, it's called Liberal Arts. It was uh, it was directed. Um, it was uh, I believe. Yeah, it was written by and directed by Josh Radner, who played Ted on uh, How I Met Your Mother. Okay, and he stars in it, and uh, it's a, it's a really good. I mean, this is a complete sidetrack here, but he he plays. A, it's a story of a thirty five year old um, who has a romantic relationship with a nineteen year old played by Elizabeth Olsen. Oh wow! Yeah, and it came out in uh, in uh, twenty twelve, and oh my god, I totally forgot about that movie until right now. It's a really good movie. Cool. Highly recommend it if you can find it. Um, it's one of those good like slice of life, you know, romantic comedies. Um, yeah. Yeah, she. Uh, you know, she was in like uh, not much mm. television, really. Actually, mm. she's she was in an episode of uh, Full House. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Played girl with flowers. Uh, <clears throat> wow. Yeah. Probably and that was back in ninety five, and she was born in eighty nine. So whatever that makes. Uh, um. Anyway, so uh, we uh, where were we? Oh yeah. Um, where were we in this? In this? In the? Uh, oh yeah. In the, in we're the, talking about yeah. Oh, she said Geraldine had to rush home. Yeah, Geraldine had to rush home, and then uh. That's when we had that. Is that when we had the weird uh, kind of rewind sort of thing? No, that was um. Was that earlier? That? Was that oh, okay? Yeah. That no, the rewind thing was when Vision started to put the pieces together, and then oh okay, looked at them, and it was weird because I, I remember seeing shows like this back in. The, well, I'm not from the '70s, but I've seen shows from the '70s where it was like some weird effect where. It didn't actually rewind. It just kind of like put you back immediately to like a previous scene. Yeah. But there's a little glitch thing. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that was intentional. I think that was just the technology they had back then. Yeah. Something like that. But um, so that was kind of jarring to see that actually because it's like, yeah. It's like, well, like, 
Yeah, it was it was interesting that they chose that as opposed to the rewind. But then again, I think that had more to do with the fact that they were still in the same location as opposed to before in the other episode where they were outside and then they rewound to being inside. Right. Yeah. yeah so, um, the uh, so so yeah, she notices the sword emblem. Anyways, we, we talked about that, which is interesting. Um, we, we find out after that, after Vision returns, um, Geraldine is gone. And then we see the Westview sign in the real world after it, it becomes a uh, becomes widescreen from the four by three of the sitcom world, and um, it, yeah. and she's cast outside from a wall of static that, and when she's coming out, it kind of looks like the uh, like uh, static of an old television as she comes through yeah. this uh, like bubble wall sort of thing around Westview. And then she's yeah, like uh, digital, yeah. And then she's she and then Geraldine is laying on the ground and she's surrounded by uh, sword agents and like cars and stuff that pull up around her as she lands right. on the ground. Um that that made me question were they trying to arrest her or what? Cuz they looked like I mean they might have been there to rescue her because she's a sword agent herself. So, well, I know, but they had like their guns drawn and shit. I'm like, why would they do that? If maybe they didn't know what was coming out of there. Oh, maybe yeah, because it was dark out. Yeah. Also, too, did you notice this? She was wearing the same clothes. Yeah. So that's interesting. So apparently, maybe that's why they're so concerned about Wanda is that not only does she have the ability to create her own reality, but apparently parts of that reality can go out. You know, into mm-hmm. the world you know what i mean so yeah. it's like if it is mephisto then the mephisto can then become manifest as a real thing yeah. you know what i mean like uh, yeah it's interesting so, what they're I'm wondering you know like maybe the in the world like you know maybe if, if you're in there too long maybe you start to forget who you are too maybe that's what's happening with uh with with um monica you know right yeah okay yeah and then, but but she had that you know moment of clarity there where she was like he was killed by Ultron. Yeah, right. So who yeah, knows? God, yeah. But so um, yeah, but I think she's sent in there you know as a sword agent to try to get Wanda out of there. So well, yeah, because I wonder if a lot. Of, well, it says we're all her, so maybe they're all sword agents or working for them at least or e- with them. Either that, or I mean, like it is like we kind of find out at the end there that that um that Westview is a real town and it makes me wonder if these are just citizens of this town that have just been, you know, kind of trapped in this bubble oh. that Wanda put around it or something. Right. Like a weird, yeah. yeah okay. Cause like I was just wondering though, because of like with her, like doing the, the head trimmers thing, if that could have been symbolic of like them trying to get through, you know what I mean? Well, yeah, like, it, it does. I mean, that is a lot of symbolism there because he's trying to break through a wall. Yeah, literally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I saw the trailer. Well, not trailer, but I saw um, like a little clip for episode four that they put up, and like it actually shows um, Wanda like trying to go back in there or something like that. Um, huh? Like they try to send her back in or something like that, or, or no? Like, oh, you mean Monica? Sorry, yeah, Monica. Yeah, yeah. And like a, a beekeeper guy was there again. Like they're trying huh. to get back in somehow it looks like that they're they're starting to ramp up like 
what's actually happening in the show. It seems like yeah. starting episode four because I know people have been complaining about you show the talent what's going on, you know, type of thing. It's like okay, chill out. It's only been three episodes. Like, you, you need everything <laughs> spoon fed to you, or you, you know, it's like people are afraid to use their fucking brains. That's the problem. They want everything fed to them. They want just some. Oh, I want some Michael Bay type action here now. Um, you know. <laughs> It, it, it's it's how we ended up with Trump as president, in my opinion. Anyways, um, at, you know when we had him <laughs> as president, um, because <laughs> yeah, you know, and the same reason we ended up with Biden as president, you know, getting a little political here is because we just want the status quo boring bullshit. Yep. Anyways, yep. um, yep, or 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 we we either want explosions or boring bullshit. Yeah, exactly. No, nothing in between. Just we need we sanity. need we need to completely understand things. They either have to be boring as fuck. Or, you know, no nuance to anything, you know? Yep. 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 Makes sense. But somehow (laughs) people find nuance boring when they're watching the show, which I just don't get. Exactly. Wait, (laughs) it's like, this is actually not boring at all. Like, yeah, like just do a bit of research or, hey, fuck, you know, you can pause the show at a certain moment and then. Oh, that's an interesting little thing. Let's look that up. And then, you know, and like, it's like, I don't understand. I mean, I know it's funny how easily things have changed because people are so used to either being spoon fed everything or fed everything at once when it comes to like Netflix where they release like all the episodes of Queen's Gambit at once or the all the episodes of Stranger mm-hmm. Things at once or whatever of a whole season or Cobra Kai or whatever show you have and you don't have to wait right. week to week like we used to but <clears throat> just to like you know a decade ago people were obsessed with Lost Right. And, you know, loved the whole mystery of things and having to wait a week and figure out, you know, trying to figure out in between weeks, like what the fuck was going on. But now we're we got a show out that's doing a similar thing here. And because it's 2021, people are like, oh, I need my instant gratification. I need to know what's going on now. I can't really think about it for myself or analyze things, you know. And and I I, I I blame the school systems because we don't have a lot of I don't think analyzations of poetry and writing and stuff like we used to back in the day, you know? It doesn't seem right, yeah. I don't know. That's my guess. I don't know. I don't go to school. So um <laughs> I'm not in high school anymore. I'm a little older than that. <laughs> so the um but anyway, so uh, do you want to take another break here, Matt, and we'll come back and we'll talk really quick about our like predictions and some trivia yeah. and stuff. Yeah, sure. Okay, be right back, folks. It's the ninja from the Ask the Angry Ninja Show saying, "Come listen to the show. We got the ninja wife to give you your movie reviews. We got the conscript to give you the ninja news, and we got the battle to talk about your sports." And as always, it is the Ask the Angry Ninja Show. So ask me a question, we'll give you the ninja knowledge you need for your ninja life. Search for us anywhere you get your podcast from. Just search for the Ask the Angry Ninja Show and enjoy the show. Okay, and we're back. Um, First off, before I forget about it, um, there was a commercial in this episode. That we didn't talk about. Oh yeah, that's right. For a, it, it was basically a um, a parody of the um, Kelgon ads from the seventies and eighties. Almost a shot for shot 
remake of one of the Kelgon ads, which was Kelgon was a uh, was like a bath powder that would like create like a bubble bath and soothing stuff for and their ads were always about it was like Kelgon take me away <laughs> um you know these like mm. women you know when they're having their stressful day with their kids and they you know just need to soak in the bathtub to forget their worries of their life right um and this was for an for for a product called Hydra soak <laughs> and um and Hydra, of course, is the name of the terrorist organization in the Marvel Universe. Right. Um, that was a uh, kind of interesting, you know. Just you know, and and you have the same two people in that in the commercial. You have the woman from the other two commercials, and then you have the guy from the other two commercials, but he's standing there in like a toga, fanning her when she's in the bathtub. <clears throat> Right, which that's interesting too, right there. Um, you know, the fanning and like the goddess, you know, type yeah. of thing. And and the and and the slogan for it was um, what was the slogan? I'm trying to remember. I had it written down here. Oh, find the goddess within. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that you know, um, and you know, what do goddesses have? Powers. Mm-hmm. Um, the ability to make reality what you will, you know. Um, yeah, and there's a there's a rumor online that the two people in the commercials are Wanda's parents. Oh, okay. Yeah, hmm. and that they're there to kind of still make her want to stay in the world because, like, and and kind of subliminally make her want to stay, much like right. com- much like commercials subliminally make us want to buy products. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so okay. Oh. Here's some yeah. uh, here's some uh, like uh, trivia that I found here on uh, the Internet Movie Database about this episode. In the title sequence, pictures are presented in hexagons, which we uh, talked about. In the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Hexagon is the logo of the supervillain scientific organization Advanced Idea Mechanics, a.k.a. AIM. Mm. Um of course, the house that Wanda and Vision live in is very Brady Bunch-like. You know, it looks a lot like the Brady Bunch set. Oh, oh, I know, yeah. Yeah. Um, the, uh, like I said, the Hydra Soak commercial is uh, represented, or is reminiscent of the Kelgon Take Me Away bath powder commercials. Um, <laughs> the doll, at one point, Vision is practicing diaper changing. And the doll, the doll that he uses to practice it on, it looks a lot like Kitty Carryall, the doll that Cindy Brady had in the Brady Bunch. Oh wow! Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I can <laughs> see that. Um, <clears throat> at the end of the episode, the episode ends with the song "Daydream Believer" by the Monkees played. Uh-huh. Um, singer Davy Jones was Marsha Brady's favorite pop star in the Brady Bunch, and he was in the episode uh, "Getting Davy Jones" from 1971. Wow. Um. I have some other feelings on this. Okay, the 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 song itself is about a uh, homecoming queen, a, a guy that fell in love with the homecoming queen. Uh huh. And uh, the whole idea of the song is it's about when they're adults and he's trying to keep her happy in their relationship. Uh-huh. So and, and it's like this whole like daydream sort of thing about it too. So there's the dream aspect of it. Right. Also, it's a monkey song, 
And the monkeys were a fabricated band created just for television. Initially, right. initially, who eventually became a real band. Yeah, they were actually pretty good musicians on their own. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah. Huh. And on another side note, the first concert <laughs> I ever went to was a Monkey's Weird Al Yankovic concert. So, anyways, <laughs> so, um, <laughs> that was, I think, yeah. I think this, for me, I was like a baby. I don't remember it, but, um, <laughs> maybe at the same, same concert, like sports arena or whatever, um, um, Toledo. I don't know where. Where did you see it? It was. It was in Toledo at the Savage Hall. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it may have been at the same concert. Yeah. So that's messed up, man. We were at the same concert together, man, and then we became like best buds. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe our parents were like actually sitting next to each other. Oh, no. It has to be an origin story, okay, man. Uh, yes. <laughs> and then we gained our superpowers and we controlled the world. Right. Wait. When does that when, when does that happen? When, yeah. When? Because yeah. we, we left four years at Trump and didn't do anything. Um, yeah. <laughs> fuck us, man. Fuck us. Anyways. Um. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah. So. Um. So, like I said before. Oh, yeah. The the guy with the mustache. His name is Phil. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. I, I just found that out here. I forgot. Um. He. Uh, um. The uh, it is established that Phil and Dottie are a married couple here. In the animated open sequence of the last episode, they were seen standing next to each other in front of a house. That sequence also featured um, Herb cutting his hedges and Agnes standing on the other mm-hmm. side of them, as they do in this installment. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, it's so weird. There's a uh, okay. Wanda and Vision, like as we as we've spoken, uh, debate over what name to call their sons. Their son, I mean, first, and then uh, Wanda wants Tommy, while Vision wants Billy. In the comics, the couple had twins named Tommy and Billy, who went on to be the superheroes Speed and Wiccan, which we've talked oh. about. Tommy with super speed and Wiccan with magic power, magical powers. Um, Wanda's choice of Tommy represents her affection for the super fast, um, for her super fast uh, brother Pietro. Well, Vision's choice of uh, Billy represents his affection for his magical wife. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wanda. Yeah. <clears throat> so, um, yeah, and like, like I said before, the uh, the final scene when we see Monica fall out, it uh, it jumps from four four by three to uh, um, two by thirty five by one. Or 2.35 <clears throat> by 1. I mean, I'm sorry. Um, this effect has yeah. been used in several movies. Um, yeah, The anyways, um, so where do you see this going here, Matt? Like, any speculation or anything? <clears throat> well, <clears throat> I saw the um, the little clip, like 30 seconds, about episode 4, and it actually shows Wanda expelling Geraldine from the house. So, like, we see her going through, like, the pixelated stuff, but, like, this thing actually shows like that moment where like, she like used like what powers. happened there. Yeah, like she used her red, you know, powers or whatever, whatever it is, the energy thing. It just you know shot her out of that reality, and um, it it shows um, um, Monica is her name, Monica. Yeah, and it shows Monica like dressed like more like how she would like look, you know, and real life you know yeah. 
and like trying to it looked like there was like some like force field thing that they were trying to get through it for like a split second i think i don't know i i, I had to watch it again but like yeah i don't know i, I just think things are gonna start ramping up because even though people are complaining about not being fast enough each episode it's has gotten fun. more realistic like than the last and one got, gotten so, faster yeah yeah because um you know the first one the only the only reveal that happened is when you know vision's boss started choking and then yeah. that's when things started to break for like a moment but like that was that was pretty much it for the whole episode you know and then you know episode two we start seeing like the whole thing like where vision is essentially drunk because he had a piece of gum that got stuck in his body and he's like accidentally revealing his powers and Wanda's trying to make it seem like it's all just an illusion, you know, stuff like that. So that happened more than this has more, you know, with like, well, in this one, you actually have, like you said, vision just openly showing his powers without even like trying to hide it, like just running super speed to, you know, pick up the doctor, you know? Yeah. And the doctor doesn't even seem to like, think this is like Weird. a strange thing. Like, you know, so it's like, yeah, that, that um, was, that was strange. Like they're trying to hide their powers, but then the doctor's like, yeah, whatever. And he also doesn't find it strange that Wanda was four months pregnant that morning. And now she's delivering the baby. Right. <laughs> you know, it's, it's just bizarre. And then, um, yeah. of course, too, with, um, uh, <clears throat> with um, I forgot what I was gonna say, but anyway, um, yeah, I, I think um, I think what's gonna happen <clears throat> starting episode four because it's gonna be the '80s now. Um, and you should watch that clip if you can because it looks <clears throat> very '80s, like yeah, like Agnes shows up and she's like, "It's it's Aunt Agnes" or whatever. And the kids are like, "Well, the kids are still babies, kind of." But um, yeah. <clears throat> so um, I'll have to yeah, check I that think out. yeah. That, I think that starting episode four, <clears throat> we're going to start seeing more cracks in this um, kind of makeshift reality that she's got, which then could also mean that Wanda's going to start showing a side of herself that's more um, malicious, you know, because, you know, we've already seen how she acts when just someone just hints a little bit that this is not real. So if, if you know, if more of it starts happening, she's probably going to start, you know, committing outright violence even, you know, to, to retain, you know, what's to be what's stuck in her. So. Yeah, because, I mean, I'm just, like, curious if she's really a villain or if this is just her coping mechanism for dealing with the fact that Vision is actually dead. No. Because I, would, I don't know if she created Vision or brought him back <laughs> to life. I'm not sure what's going on. And I also have a weird, weird, weird random theory here about Vision. Okay. Okay, my weird random theory is that Vision is Mephisto. Okay. <laughs> that he's yeah, not he's real, that he's not really Vision. Okay. That some, <clears throat> somehow in the makeup he's going to end up, you know, being revealed to not be Vision and actually be Mephisto, who's controlling everything and that maybe he's the real Vision, the real uh the real uh villain. Well, <clears throat> that's interesting because um <clears throat> in the second episode when they they said the devil's in the details and and um Agnes goes that's not the only place the devil's at so <laughs> yeah you know but that would be interesting to like have Wanda literally living with the devil like yeah. the whole time you know then again though he did seem trying intent to 
convince her that something was wrong. So if that, why would he be trying to break her out of the spell? But who knows? Maybe, maybe the show is just meant to fuck with us. You know? Yeah. <laughs> maybe. But, but the thing is, is like, what I'm wondering is that like, maybe somehow he is Mephisto. He took on Vision's identity, got stuck, oh. got stuck in there and he's trying to get out. Oh, okay. But, but Wanda's yeah. controlling things. I don't know. These are just weird speculations, which, which I am probably a hundred percent wrong about. But, um, it's kind of like the, the theory videos on YouTube where it's almost always wrong. I mean, it's, it's still fun yeah. to watch. Yeah. Just to see what could happen, you know? Um, and, and I mean, that's, that's the thing. If anybody's listening here and you have thoughts on that, if I, that, if you agree with me and think I might be right or you've got some other really cool ideas and theories, I want to hear them all. Um, you know, comment on our YouTube videos, uh, follow us. Um, I'm hoping to get a website up soon for all two real com or something like that, but it's going to take a little bit. Um, but we, so we don't have that, but you know, follow, uh, there, there's the, the Cullen park, um, Twitter is, is a good place to, 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 to reach me. Um, also our all too real to, um, uh, Facebook fan page is a great place to find us too. You know, you can send us messages, uh, comment on our video. Um, you know, it's, we really just would like some feedback too. And let us know what you think of the show, you know, too, you know, if you hate us, let us know. I don't care. Um, well, yeah, but uh, yeah, it's true. Yeah. You can tell us that. I mean, well, if you hate me, let us know. Well, no. Uh, yeah, let us know if you hate one person. <laughs> if you hate me, let Matt know. Yeah. Well, okay. No, wait. No. <laughs> I mean, I had a theory too about this. Like, really yeah. quick. Yeah. Go ahead. Well, it's because like the, you said the whole thing about Vision being Mephisto, and that's that's really interesting. And I was thinking too of like, <clears throat> I keep jumping back between this idea that Wanda is the villain. Because, you know, of how she expelled Geraldine, but then at the same time, like you're saying, you know, she may have just done that because she she likes this kind of dream she's having. You know, yeah. she may have not been the one to do it to herself, but she's gotten used to it. And it's it's because of it. someone's bench is on a YouTube comment of all places, which usually YouTube comments are terrible, but like where. Well, you don't. You don't say. You don't say. Yeah, yeah. YouTube <laughs> comment sections are t- like you can. You can have like a video of like like a a picture of like a papaya, and then you'll have something like the Jews created nine eleven. Like what's like? It's like has no context. But like um, exactly. But, but but anyway, I'm I'm proud to be a new papaya. Anyway, that oh, yeah. was a good one. That was funny. <laughs> <laughs> so many bad puns in this episode. Yeah. But, um, but anyway, so like I was thinking, <clears throat> this person in, on this YouTube um, comment said, you know, if you look back to like the movies, like starting with the, the um, Age of Ultron or, or the Rise of Ultron, whatever it's called, um, <clears throat> that Wanda never really processed um, her brother's death. Yeah. Like because right after that, it was Civil War, and she had to concentrate on that, and then it was it was it was. Um, uh, not Endgame. Um, what's the Infinity War? Yeah, and then and then she of course died in Infinity War and then came back in Endgame. So she never actually really had any time to actually grieve, um, you know, Pietro's um, murder. I guess you would call it. Got shot, but um, yeah. And so not to mention that in Age of Ultron, she also saw Vision die in her arms. 
That's right. Yeah. yeah so, so yeah, she had no she had no time to process any of these feelings, and it was immediately. <clears throat> and then you know she had to go fight in a civil war against a team that she had just joined after being manipulated by Ultron to be on his side for a while. And then, you know, she realized that she was on the wrong side and then joined, you know, the good guys. And then all of a sudden she's forced to pick between sides of, of those of that group. And then, so, you know, she's got a lot of complicated feelings, you know, about all this stuff and a really short period of time. I mean, I don't, I don't know the timeline, but I know just from actual years Age of Ultron came out in 2015. Infinity War was 2018. So it was only three actual regular years. I don't know yeah. how long it was. And I mean, she was gone movie. for five and, in, in, uh, in, you know, in, technically in the whole, uh, you know, snap. But Oh, yeah. Right, but yeah. but, but oh. she was gone. So it wasn't like she was living anything. So I mean, she comes back and it's uh, <clears throat> and, right. and the, the world is different, you know. Right. So. I, I keep getting torn between this idea that she, like, she might be the villain in this particular episode just because of how she treated Geraldine by li- literally expelling her violently from the, which, you know, that's a pretty bad thing to do. Like, should, should yeah. be violent against people. But like, like you said, that might, that might be like a, a villainous action, but it might not be like, you're expelled from my reality type of thing, be gone, you know, type of thing. It was more of like, you just reminded me of my brother being killed. I don't want to yeah. hear that, you know. And, <laughs> and, and and it could be like a whole, uh, like I said, it's it's like kind of like a Stockholm syndrome thing, like where it's she's stuck in this world, but she's becoming comfortable with it. Right, exactly. It's like well, <clears throat> and like you said too, that you know, the longer you stay in here, the more you might lose your identity mm-hmm. and your, your memories and stuff like that. So. When she initially got there, she may have been like trying to get out and stuff. But then the more she stayed, she just kind of forgetting who she was. Like you said too, maybe, <clears throat> maybe it was just her originally, like just like in a black void or something like that. And then if, if Vision is Mephisto, maybe he was the first person to show up from her old life and to make her feel comfortable. And then bit by bit, because you remember the first episode, right? Everything was bare. There was like just like a couple of houses. There was wasn't really any. It was like literally the landscape itself was very barren, and yeah. so it's like literally the environment is being like built piecemeal type of thing, like in her mind. So, you know, second episode you had like cars, you had more houses, like picket fences, that type of thing. Third episode you've got the swing sets, and you basically like everything that like looks like your typical, you know, home or whatever. Anyway, really, I can I can go on for like another hour. <laughs> yeah, I know. There's there's so many other other ideas I have too. Um, there, so um, really quick. Um, so in um, th- these are some. There's a rumor that I uh, saw online, and it's almost guaranteed to be true. <sighs> so um, in uh. In Age of Ultron, Aaron Taylor Johnson played uh, played Pietro, aka Quicksilver. Mm-hmm. Um, in the X Men franchise, Evan Peters played Quicksilver. You know they, they were both in in uh, 
in that movie um oh the the, the movie together that uh that superhero movie together um with uh the one with Nicolas Cage and um oh um <coughs> Kickass yeah or? yeah they were both in yeah. Kickass together anyways which is kind of interesting that they both went on to play Quicksilver yeah but anyways um there is it's all but officially been confirmed that Evan Peters, who played Quicksilver in the X-Men franchise, is going to appear in WandaVision as, Quicks- oh, wow. as Quicksilver. Oh, wow. But not the actor Aaron Taylor Johnson, who played Pietro. <laughs> <clears throat> wow. So I think this is where we start to get the multiverse coming in. Okay, yeah, yeah, all right. Because, uh... because, because then that's going to lead into... The whole uh, Doctor Strange, the next the next movie that that Sam Raimi's directing is called uh, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Right. So and 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 it's confirmed that Wanda is going to be in that movie, probably as the, right. probably as the villain. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking we're 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 going to see that sometime soon. We're going to we're going to see uh, we're we're going to see Evan Peters on on the show. So. That's awesome. Cause Cause, I, yeah, because that was like. The, oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, go ahead. I was gonna. All I was gonna say first, though, is that that uh, I think what she's gonna probably try to do is bring back her brother somehow, but she brings the wrong Quicksilver. <clears throat> right. Okay. Yeah, I can yeah. see that. Because Marvel never really, at least in the movies, they never really did the multiverse thing a lot. I, DC did a whole bunch of that stuff, but like, yeah, they did time travel finally mm-hmm. with Endgame, but like. It was, uh, of course, with the X Men, they did time travel a lot. They did timelines, but that was a Sony product. That was the Fox, yeah. But, yeah, sorry, Fox. Um, yeah, but which which is now owned by Disney, so it's right now they can bring those characters in, and they right, have, they exactly. have the rights to the X Men now. Because so it, 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 it was interesting too, because the fact that you had two Quicksilvers on screen, because Quicksilver is both an Avenger and a X Men. Right. So <laughs> they could use them in both, you know. But so is so is Scarlet Witch as well. So um Right. Yeah. So just depends on, you know, where you read and what you see and everything. But it'll be interesting to see what they do with Evan Peters. I'm just kind of excited about that because I like him as an actor too. So Yeah. It it'll be interesting to see where they go if they bring him in. <clears throat> and I hope they do. Um but that was like the the only like real uh spoilery type stuff that I had read online. Um, anything else before we uh, sign off here, Matt? <clears throat> no, not really. I think I think I'm good. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure I forgot a bazillion things here, but there's so much going on in the show. <laughs> I mean, we could do like a three-hour episode for, for each yeah. episode, and we still would miss something. Mm-hmm. You know? But anyways, if, if you notice something that we missed, um, like I said, or you have theories of your own, please let us know. Um, if you want to email them to me, you can email me at mike at cullenpark.com. I would uh, like to read those. We can read them online in the next episode, too, if you if you uh, give us permission to. Um, yeah. So, anyways, um, be sure to follow us everywhere. Um, check out our Patreon. Um, we could use, you know, the money. Anyways, um, and... Uh, <laughs> buy some 
merch from our uh, T Public. All that stuff will be in the show notes. Uh, check out Matt's music on YouTube, and um, you know, wear a mask, people. COVID is still real. Larry King just died of it, man. Come on. I know. Fortunately, um, it's not leaving for a while. Which, yeah. Ugh, but yeah. <laughs> yep. Wear a mask. Wear a condom. Be safe. Oh boy. Oh, we're going there again. <laughs> sorry. A condom thing again. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Um, yeah. Well, you should wear a condom if you're going to have sex. You know, practice safe sex unless you want to have kids and you're married and you're happy and you're all okay with that. You know, and, you know, you're in a healthy yeah. relationship. Then you know you don't have to. I mean. I'm not forcing yeah. you to, you know, but I'm just saying, Wait. you know, if you don't want to get sexually transmitted diseases or, you know, nah. you know, have a baby or whatever, maybe wear a condom. Um, yeah. But anyways, um, you know, and this has been all two sex with Michael Lee Cullen the second. Anyways, um, the uh, <laughs> all, two all two sex two, ed. Um, <laughs> all, all, two, all two feel. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, feelings nothing more than feelings anyways um so uh i'll uh we'll we'll talk to you all later folks um yeah yep and you know we're gonna speed out of here like vision <laughs> bye-bye thanks for listening to all too real two podcast a cullen park production produced and edited by michael e cullen the second Music by Matthew Haas. Subscribe and share the show. Visit us at CullenPark.com.